John King, Mike and John got it going on. Brought to you by Jordan Genso, the official Giggo Realtor. Did Jordan do his homework? He did, and in fact, we'll be playing Realtor. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. Mm. Uh, We'll be playing a game of Jorlibs coming (laughs) up. Jorlibs, yeah, yeah. We talked about ad living, right? Yeah. So, uh, all right. Or maybe we should play a game of uh, Jordan against humanity with an expansion pack. I don't know. Or all-star Very few people got that. Um, anyway. Very few people got that. <laughs> so. Uh, <clears throat> Lots to come yes. today. All right. Uh, we'll get to uh, last night's uh, trivia. We got trivia. We got trivia. We've got a poet. A we local poet. Poetry. Written a book. We got news. We got trivia. We got poetry. We've got your two-cent history lesson. We got history. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we have an echo. We have an echo. <laughs> so, so before we we get things underway, real quick, yeah. were you good at poetry? Did you write poetry well? I, you know, back in my Garage Band days, when I that worked, was like poetry. When I was like writing that. songs for the band Nebula. Um, okay, so you, you know, weren't a good poet. No, all right. And I it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, so. Garage Band that never made it well, to the sidewalk. Talking about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you all had those assignments in school, like I had to write the haiku. Yeah. You know, and, it's kind of uh, hard to spell, let alone write one. You know. Here's the thing I, do, do I have any aptitude for poetry? No. Uh, but I know good poetry when I see it. When you read it, 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 you go, that it impacts you. It has a feeling. And, and uh, Isabella Mansfield, who's we'll be talking to, and I, I will tell you that some of her poetry is uh, definitely along those lines. So we'll be talking with her coming up. A new book, local author. We'll get to that. And uh, before we get into all this fun stuff, let's take a look at local news. Brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's what's going on. Heartland Superintendent Chuck Hughes is responding to comments made during a podcast. Not this one. Not this one. Featuring two members of the district's Board of Education. As Gigo News reported Sunday, board members Greg Keller and Glenn Gogoleski appeared on the This Is My Brain podcast, in which Gogoleski indicated his wife is a secretary at Farms Intermediate School and inferred she had told him about incidents involving problem students. And he called it, quote, sickening, how instead of, quote, grabbing them by the scruff of the neck, administrators would resolve the incident without physical force. The host of the show then referred to a student described by Gogoleski as having a meltdown as, quote, an F-tard, which neither board member disputed or attempted to correct. Gogoleski then said he wanted to enter school buildings unannounced and unescorted and see how far he could get inside. When asked about the comments... Superintendent Hughes said the district is investigating the matter. He wanted to assure the community and parents that they have protocols for visitors that come into buildings, and that includes Board of Education members. He said he met with Mr. Gogoleski, and he was assured that he will not be trying to enter buildings and will make arrangements ahead of time so building administrators can escort him while visiting. 
Regarding the failure to correct what he called the host's vicious name-calling of students, Hughes said Keller and Gogoleski will need to answer to the public on that issue. To that point, parents have responded. An online petition has been created by the Livingston Integrity Group demanding that all current school board members have a background check. That will be presented to the board at their March 13th meeting. Also, a protest is planned Thursday at 3 p.m. outside Superintendent Yu's office to demand an investigation regarding the potential violation of FERPA. That's the federal policy that protects students' privacy. While the speculation is over, Congresswoman Alyssa Slotkin hopes she is serving her last term in the House of Representatives. On Monday, the three-term U.S. representative announced she is running to be Michigan's next U.S. Senator. Slotkin's announcement follows intense speculation about who would seek to replace U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow after she announced in early January that she'd be uh, stepping down after 2024. Almost immediately, Slotkin's name was at the top of the list because of her reputation to attract independent voters. She now represents Michigan's new 7th Congressional District that includes all of Ingham, Clinton, Shiloh, and Livingston counties, as well as parts of Eaton, Oakland, and Genesee counties. And an Argentine township woman convicted in the death of her young son will be granted parole in April. That's after Genesee County Circuit Court Judge Chris Christensen rejected a request from the family of four-year-old Dominic Calhoun to reconsider a decision by the Michigan Parole Board that Corinne Baker should be released from prison after serving her minimum sentence. Baker pleaded guilty in 2010 to second-degree murder and second-degree child abuse in the beating death of Calhoun. She was sentenced to 13 to 30 years in prison. Her boyfriend, Brandon Hayes, is serving a life-without-parole sentence after authorities say he beat the little boy over several days. Baker was accused of not intervening to stop the beatings. Calhoun's family requested an appeal of the parole board's ruling. The judge on Friday, though, said he was bound by court rules and case law in evaluating and determining whether leave is permissible. Rachel Smith, the attorney for Dominic's father, Eric Calhoun, said the early release was not appropriate. Baker, though, said she has turned her life around and hopes others can find forgiveness. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Their buying event is officially underway starting today through Thursday. If you've got unwanted or broken jewelry, take it into Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Despite the construction, make your way through. They'll give you prime top dollar. For your items, or you can get 20% more if you use it as trade-in. Again, their buying event going on today through Thursday, March 2nd. Now's the time to gather up the unwanted treasures that you have. Maybe they'll become treasures for somebody else. Maybe you can take that stuff in and have them custom design something new for you. And our guy, Simon G. Simon G. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. So what does the G stand for? Wow. Good stuff. I'm not sure. No, I don't. Well, I'm pretty sure it's not that. No, I mean, not that it's stuff? not good stuff. Well, it is good stuff. Because you want to know what? It's great stuff. Maybe it stands for yeah. great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're not sure. But Maybe you it stands can find for, out. golly gee, this is nice. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown yeah. Brighton. So stop by the buying event going on today. And they've got some uh, other events coming up in uh, March. We'll tell you about those as uh, we get a little closer to things happening at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Uh, some pretty uh, interesting answers in last night's TNT. Or no, it was uh, MNT, right? MNT. No, Today's Tuesday. Today so is... tonight will be TNT. Oh, wait a minute. What? Did you mess up? I did. Did you I was call a day it? day ahead of myself. Oh, wait a minute. I did. You called it TNT? I think I did. Oh, my God. Yes, I did. It's Dino. What the heck? TNT. I was a day ahead of myself. fine. T. Oh, sorry. Um,. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You called it Tuesday and nobody Night Trivia. Called me out on nobody, it. Come I on, am, people. Really? That was 
And I was we, testing We you. had plenty of answers. We I, did. Yeah. People just <laughs> dived right in. And, well, because I, mean, yeah. I should just call it Tuesday morning trivia then. Well, I guess that's Because what, that's, that's what, what we, where we answer the questions. Hold on. Edit. Post. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and edit that while Tuesday I read out the question. Tuesday morning trivia. Oh, there you go. Okay. So now it, nobody just put TMT. Well, now it's TMT. Oh, now I got to go back. Yeah, edit. Yeah, post. Yeah, hit the T. <laughs> hit the M. According to a recent survey, about yeah. one-third of Americans spend an average of 120 bucks a month on this. What is it? What's the first thing that comes to mind to spend about 120 bucks on? A month. A month. Well, it ain't gas. No. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's every two weeks, that's a t- uh, maybe a week or so. Um, Some great guesses came in, and a lot of them had to do with like snacks, right? Uh, cell phone bills, subscriptions, you know, like Hulu and right. Netflix. Specialty coffee. I mean... Yeah, you that know foo-foo the foo foo stuff can cost quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, of course so, I don't drink foo foo coffee. I I, drink the I hard make stuff. sure I get the uh, leaded. I get the Sumatran brew. <laughs> <laughs> it's less acidic, acidic, and it's nice on my tongue. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? <laughs> so if I wanted a cup of coffee, I'd have to have some of this Sumatran. Yeah, Sumatran. It's, uh, yeah, I like the Sumatran. It's less acidic. <laughs> It's nice on my tum tum. <laughs> Coffee can be rough on the tummy. Okay, now we've learned something today. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, while he's eating chili dogs, and <laughs> hot sauce, and everything, I don't want that. That is sick. Gotta have a little sabacho. Well, you coffee. gotta divide it up. <laughs> Decide where you want your acid right. coming from. <laughs> so no, it's not fancy coffee no, drinks. No, no, no. Not fancy tea. No. Um, just Chris said, just service. We're really not sure what kind of service Chris <laughs> well, is paying 120 bucks once a, a month, month for. Huh? <laughs> Such a jerk. Uh, Michael Michael Tipton yeah. Tipton said, "Cell bill, your cell phone yeah. bill." I mean, I suppose I I've seen it higher for sure. I got kids. <laughs> like, Great Scott, you're adults now. Yeah, start adulting. Pay your own bill. <laughs> no. But it's friends and family. Yeah, well, you're neither now. Aren't am I? Aren't my family? <laughs> Uh, great Scott had a great answer. He said lottery tickets. And Great Scott, your answer was so great, it's right. There you go. Congratulations. Absolutely. Great Scott getting the answer correct right. this morning in Tuesday Morning <laughs> Trivia, which uh, has been brought to you by yeah. our OG sponsor, our friends at Firehouse Door, serving Livingston County for over 25 years with unparalleled service and products. If you need a garage door or need service, call Firehouse Doors today. That number, John? 810-599-7480. I figured you would know yeah, that. Yeah, because, well, you didn't. Uh, and Great Scott will invariably <laughs> be that. asking for a T-shirt. A t-shirt. <laughs> now, here's the thing. All right, oh, we got yeah. a thing. Oh, we do have a and thing. And here it is. You know, What's we, the thing? we have changed our logo. Yeah. Okay, you can see our, our, our logo here. This is the new logo. We're having a clearance sale on all right. old logo stuff. <laughs> so Buy it all now because yeah, it's going to be worth something someday. Sure, isn't o- it okay? Yeah. Well, you gotta isn't it? You gotta clean your car somehow. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you're gonna clean your car, yeah, you right. need to look good while wearing some Mike well, and John yeah, gear. Do. So we are in the process of getting new Mike and John swag, but our retro stuff is still available. Yeah. <laughs> if you go so, to mikeandjohnpodcast.com right. and go click to the, on merch the merch store. store, but we're gonna switch that over. Are we? 
Yeah. Okay. Can you, you get a hold of Nicole? I'll, I'll switch, I'll that over, really? say, switch that over. <laughs> switch that over. We'll yeah. make sure that happens <laughs> so, sometime soon. Meanwhile, Scott's going, but where's my T-shirt? Uh, well, no, we don't have it. It's yeah. in the drawer. It's in the drawer, wherever you left that T-shirt. <laughs> I, you know what? All right, we have silence. <laughs> no, I may. I was just thinking so, I may have to order like a, yeah. a retro one. I was going to say, we need new yeah. We need new gear. We need new sweat. Us first, Let's, then you, Scott. <laughs> So we'll work on that. It's uh, as as it's a uh, Tuesday. It's time for JD's throwback trivia. Okay. So hopefully JD's up and ready to roll this morning. Yes. Good morning, Mike and John. What's going on? Well, we are. It's in the title. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> See if you caught that. Very nice. All right. So uh, what is our what is our topic today? Oh. Well. You know that right <laughs> you, now. Did are, you forget? It's not like, oh, topic. <laughs> I, I thought you just wanted to catch up. I, I as you know, the uh, the score right now is three to three to one. Mm. So I, I thought usually John is in the lead. So I thought we'd head towards something that John might know a little bit more about. This Steve is favoritism. <laughs> Steve well, Austin. You know, this oh, is the part you don't have to say out loud, Jeff. You just yeah. don't go ahead and do it. Oh, if you're going to throw I, it, I you know. I think it's kind of obvious, but oh, we'll see okay. if you actually know this. Is it All because right. John's getting a bionic knee and he'll be able to run yeah. faster da, when, when he gets his knee replaced tomorrow? Yeah. That's right. So, yes, we can we can rebuild him. Yes. We have the technology. Are we going to get a Farrah Fawcett poster? All right, $6 million man, uh, right. here we go. $6 million man. So John, as a child, states that he played Oscar Goldman. Yes, he did. He had a brief case. What agency, wow. so John, what agency, what agency did you work for? Did you work for NASA, CIS, OSI, or OSO? You want me to answer first? Well, apparently you're the only one taking the test. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other way I passed. Uh, OSI. I concur that John worked yeah. for the OSI. That was my <laughs> as guess a kid as well. when I as played Oscar kid. Goldman because I never he did and his OSI yeah. briefcase. That's right, the Office of Scientific Intelligence. Yeah. Yes. Now hold on, hold on, just hang on a second. Ouchie! Run in slow motion. Yeah. Like he always does. That's really slow. Are you going to get your Oscar briefcase? Oh, oh boy. Jeff, why did you do this? Why did you do this to us? Why? It's, yeah, if he would have known. Okay. You got on a red sweat jacket for your running faster. Didn't Lee Majors always used to wear one of those? All right, That's what's in the uh, yeah. in the credits. But yeah, right. did you? No, 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 no. Oh my God, he has an Oscar Goldman doll. Okay, I mean action figure. Action figure. Uh, and it has a briefcase. It has a briefcase. Oh my God. So, <laughs> oh, this is. So there's my Oscar Goldman. And there's the briefcase with the special gear that so. that comes with it. Oh my. <laughs> so did you even get a Steve Austin figure um, with this? Or this no? was a gift, by the way, from uh, my good friend David Hayes. Ah, yes. Who, when he heard jacket. me tell my tale of woe of, of being a child, and <laughs> I was forced to play Oscar Goldman when we played Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah. He uh, he said, "You know what? We're going to turn that childhood memory into a 
Not a painful, traumatic memory, but it something. It looks like the moths have gotten to, to Sasha Goldman's pants <laughs> so, here. He found this <laughs> online there's somewhere. There's holes but... in the back. I'm not sure what happened here. But Oscar's, <laughs> he, he's gone grunge. Hey, he hasn't updated his his, uh, his apparel since 1974. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> he's got a plaid jacket and grunge pants. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. did, you, did you ever find with your kids that you were like doing that slow motion going and they look at you like what yeah. on earth are you doing they well, well they just, look at me like that pretty much just all wait the till time. they remake the six million dollar man into a big movie franchise yeah. you just wait john will have his oscar goldman auction yeah and this now this little this rate. suitcase it it's supposed to. I think the mechanism broke, but it's supposed to be that it explodes supposedly oh, yeah. if you don't open it the right way. <laughs> so because it's like a top secret brief. Oh, see there it goes. Oh, look, there's the hidden compartment. There there's the explosion. <laughs> okay. So oh I'm sorry. As soon as you said Oscar Goldman in his briefcase, I'm like, well, how can I not go get this? I I know. think this was like foreplay for him. <laughs> So, all right, we're gonna. Hey, honey, we're gonna put, want to play six million dollar man tonight before my operation on my knee? All right, there you go. I'll be Oscar. You be Jamie Summers. A suitcase. All right. All right, all right. Let's get on with the quiz now that we're oh, tied. Are we taking a quiz? Yeah, we're back to the OSI. Okay. All right. Here we okay. Go. So, in the show, it is referred to many times. What was Steve Austin's top speed? Was it 55 miles an hour, 60, 67, or 80? Hmm. I th- in the credits, they show how fast it's going, or in, yeah, the, in the role right, in the beginning. Right. He never goes that speed in the show. They always talk about, here's not fast. 55, 60, 67, or 80? I'll say 67. I'm going 60. John, you got catching up to do. Dang it! Yeah, it was six. In the credits, yeah. in the cre- in the in the I can see the digital the show, readout just like my alarm clock. But in the in the show, it's always sixty. They talk about sixty. See, I remember them talking about sixty, and but okay, I thought it was sixty-seven. Yeah. All right, maybe right. you'll be able to do right. sixty with that new oh, knee. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. When I'm sixty. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll do sixty. Sixty is the new forty. Yeah. John. Oh, that's what I heard <laughs> from All a bunch right. of sixty-year-olds. <laughs> All right, moving well, on. I'm not 60 yet, but I have a fake knee, too. Okay. You'll, you'll, you're oh, going to do great. We'll have to talk afterwards. You guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm having some second thoughts here day before surgery. I'm, <laughs> as I'm reading more and more, I'm like, what do you mean I can't? What? I not, where, what? Yeah. Yeah. Just don't watch a surgery. Oh. I already did. I already did. Peel it so, back. And, yeah. Whoa, that's what they yeah. do. That was the least of it. I'm like, uh, what do you mean I can't? Uh, all right. Anyway, that's besides. But that, that'll be next week's quiz. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, not right. your knee. That's not your knee. All right, so what's um, the score? I've, I've lost track. It's two to one. I'm two looking. to one. All right. Two to one. Whatever. So there were three made-for-TV reunions, one in which Steve Austin and Jamie Summers get married. Mm-hmm. But in one movie, the Bionic Showdown. It's an hour and a honeymoon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Grow up, Mike. Yeah, grow up. All right, so they get married and right. have a honeymoon. Now, that's one of the movies, but another one is called Bionic Showdown, The Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman. And there was another Bionic Woman. Who played her? Was it Cheryl Ladd, Sandra Bullock, Jennifer Darling, or Linda Carter? Hmm. There was a second 
bionic woman in the six million dollar man versus the bionic woman movie. I remember, but but, but did she play Lindsay uh, Jamie Summers? No, she was another. Yeah, yeah she was, was she like an evil twin woman. or like an evil bionic woman? No, I believe she was. I thought so. Okay, yeah. I was, um, Did you watch this right after the Kiss movie? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've got to. All right. No. Um, I'll say it was Cheryl Ladd. I don't think it was, but I um, I just like to think of Cheryl Ladd. <laughs> um, I don't think it was Sandra Bullock. No, too young. Who was the other one? The other two. Jennifer Darling. Yes, Jennifer Darling. Yes, played hello. the other bionic woman. Jennifer Darling. I have no idea who Jennifer Darling is, but I'm going to go with that one. She's a completely made-up name. Ah. Um, <laughs> unless there is a Jennifer Darling out there, I oh, apologize for offending her. I'm looking up on Facebook right now. It was Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock? What? Get out of it. What, was she, like 12? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe you can watch Bionic Showdown. Bionic Showdown. All right. Hmm. I, I would have never thought it was Sandra Bullock because she would have had to be very, was, very young. I think it was, it was made a little while. Well, Steve Austin probably wasn't moving at 60 anymore. Ah, I see. Wow. It was 1989. Wow. It was really? Bionic Showdown, The Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman. Yeah, Sandra Bullock. Wow. Yeah. That was that was her. Okay. That was before she was really a star then, right? In 89, she wasn't really known. Yeah. Washington yeah. sends the Bionic couple, Lee Majors, Lindsay Wagner, yeah. to stop a Bionic assassin ah. at the U.S.-Soviet Unity Games. That would have been a good one. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure Sandra Bullock would just prefer we not remember that. And the Power Rangers show up. Could you just forget that one, please? Right. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, the Pink Ranger. That would be good. All right, so it's still two to one. It is still two to one. Yes. All right, got to tie it up here. So, so the slow motion sequences were originally referred to as kung fu mo- slow motion okay. uh, in popular culture due to the 70s martial arts television series. Right. But what was the first show to do this slow motion? Like, what is it that inspired the director to do the same? Was it the show Kung Fu? Was it CBS's golf coverage? <laughs> the show Sea Hunt or NFL Films? What inspired or created the slow motion to make things seem really fast? <laughs> I, th- I think it was the NFL Films. I'm just going to keep looking up that Bionic Woman yeah. movie. Now, I'm not looking no, <laughs> Just take um, a guess. <laughs> well, I was going to say NFL films, but, well, you can. but now then I won't tie it. Well, that's okay. So I can't say NFL films. If I have any chance, i got to pick something else. Do you want me to pick a different answer? No, no, you, you, you stay with, with, with uh, uh, NFL films. I think that that right, is Oscar. the correct answer, but I'm going to say instead it was Sea Hunt. It was. Because of how slow that sub was moving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you see how my reverse logic worked? Mike is now commanding ah, okay. his lead here. With, yeah. It was NFL films. All right, I thought it was. Yeah, that, uh, I would have answered because I thought anyway, they they, they pioneered first. the technique to do yeah. the slow motion yeah. replay. Golf is just in slow yeah. motion That's anyway. Slow. <laughs> you slow that down, and then you got oh, soccer, boy. which even though it's fast, is still slow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, all right, all right. So Mike uh, has now a, what a four to three lead here. Game Mike now leads yeah. four to three right. to one. I, yep. You know what? It's right. it's not about winning. It's about how you play the oh. game. Oh, then I'll win. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. 
Here's because John has his PC up looking up answers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff. Well, so, listen. Next week we'll talk. You two can talk knees, and uh, well, we, we hope John will be back by then. Yeah. How was your recovery? <laughs> Thanks for that uh, vote of confidence. We, we, we hope he can make it. Into well, I hope the he podcast. gets it through surgery. If not, it's the Mike and Mike show. I just made you made these. The Mike and Jeff. I'll save a spot uh, for you. You know, Jeff. that anesthesia sometimes. What am I going to do? You know. So. If he's, uh, uh, mine was a little more complicated than the, than the normal stuff. So. Uh, okay. Uh, see, all right. Then. Okay. So. But, but I did want to share. For you lunchbox folks, uh, the, the tiebreaker would have been oh, right. how much does a $6 million man lunchbox go for on eBay? An original, I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, yeah a little not, rust not on Etsy, it. where they think everything's worth $11 billion. Right. No. What, what could you actually buy one for on eBay right now? Uh, $45. Yeah, what's the range? I was going to say $100 to $1,000. Yeah, I knew it was over 100 um, and this, we're not talking the cheap plastic. We're talking real metal, right? Good. All right. Well, real uh, metal. Yeah, real metal. Oh my gosh! And it has a little pop up handle Apparently, on it. Yeah, the thermos. Yeah. That's the big deal. Oh, the th- yeah, if the thermos and it oh, doesn't it would smell have to like come bad with milk. The thermos. Yeah, I mean yeah. something like you know like, like this. Tin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this doesn't, up this doesn't have yeah. a thermos though. I'm I can't believe I used to have a. They used have a hee haw one. Hee haw. Do you have alone? <laughs> so, okay. Sure. With the ding donkey on it. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Joe Cool lunchbox. Yeah, Joe Cool. I had Joe Cool. <laughs> I used to like that lunchbox, man. Um, I'll say. A man's lunchbox yeah. says a lot. It does about say him. a lot, yeah. Yeehaw, Joe Cool. <laughs> what was your lunchbox? That was before. I got a Scooby Doo one. Yeah, the next no, year, Scooby so. one. Yeah. yeah. I, I know I had a Scooby one. I can't okay. remember. I I think I might have had one that, uh, like a thousand leagues under the sea or something. Oh, wow. All right. Something like that. I really wanted an emergency lunchbox, but I never got it. Is that what it came with? Like, band aids? That would have been. (laughs) (laughs) So, how much is a $6 million band lunchbox? The thermos in there would have looked like an IV thing. So, they said uh, uh, D5W. Lactated ringers. D5W lactated ringers, Rampart. Comes with a fire helmet that you can put two two thermoses on the top. <laughs> the worst part of those thermoses were when you get get to school and you're like, oh wow, the ice is still good. Uh, no, it's shattered. Inside. Well, uh, Nurse Dixie McCall, how about some of those lactated ringers? Hmm, be, hey uh, now, <laughs> can we get back to the cost oh, of right. the six million dollars? I say it was uh, three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Yeah, uh, I think like two seventy eight. One fifty nine twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. See, once again, you know better. I don't. I may have the Oscar Goldman uh, action figure, but, but Mike is the winner today. All right, good job. All right, Jeff, awesome. have a great week. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. We fingers crossed. Yes, thank you, sir. All right. Yes. All right, You're Jeff. Welcome. Thanks. We'll talk to you fun. later. Thanks, right. guys. Yep. Thanks. It's. Uh, Time right. for our Jor bit. It is. And, of course, uh, Jordan Genso, the official Gigo Realtor and the sponsor of Mike and John, got it going on. So you can hold him responsible. That's right. He is a community servant, not to mention a community realtor, John. Hey, you know, that Thus, means he's both. The official Gigo Realtor. Did you take my pen? Did I t- yeah, I took your yeah, pen. That, no, that no, you, no, 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 take no. that one. I, this one's a noisy writer. I want that pen. You, this one's this a is, softer This is writer. my pen. <laughs> my good pain. See, this one, when you write with it, it's noisy. Look, we're worried. Yes, Jorbin. Of course, uh, Jordan Genso, the official Giggle Realtor and sponsor. Mike and John got it going on. 15 years in the real estate industry, and as a part of the Genso team, Jordan can use his knowledge, not only the area, 
but of home ownership and home salesmen. Right. right. Whether you're buying or selling, Jordan, the man to call, Jordan Genso. Okay. Let's get today's Jorbit. All right. So he has sent along uh, an ad lib type. Setup. Oh, you got to fill the blank with yeah, the yeah. Pen? You're gonna fill. You're gonna give me some uh, thing, and then we'll read, right. we'll read it. Okay. So what I need are okay. uh, two nouns. Two nouns. Yeah. Two nouns. A noun is a person, place, or thing. Right. And, uh, so I'm going to say table okay. and motorcycle. Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, and uh, name two uh, academic subjects. English. Okay. And trigonometry. Okay. Uh, let's see. You can put trig down. All right. This is a free-for-all. Any word you want. Any word I want? Any word. I mean, it's it's really a noun, but I mean, you Uh, can... Oh, I I I can do a noun. But go nuts. All right, nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's today's Jorbit. Oh, boy. All right. Jordan is currently the lead trainer in the agent development department at the REMAX Platinum Brighton office, teaching both new and veteran agents on the topics of tables and motorcycles. Way to go, George. Yeah, I mean, that's really what you need to know about. Tables, you could see how that would fit into the There's real estate. There's a perfect estate. spot in the garage yeah. for your motorcycle. Exactly. Is that a so if you don't, if you know, If you have a real estate agent and they can't tell you where to park your motorcycle. Or to put your table. Yeah, then you're like, you're you're, with the wrong I, I can't be with you. Hit the road. His most popular classes that agents attend are English and trigonometry. Now, the trigonometry, of course, comes into play. It sure does. When you're talking about uh, doing the math involved in, you know, maybe uh, adding in a room or, sure. you know. The dimensions. If you <laughs> sure, need to sure. figure out how many people you can fit in that room, right. minus the drinks. Well, exactly. I mean, if you if you have a client, per se. Let me look up who, trigonometry. We'll okay. see if we know anything yeah, about that. Yeah, I did some sort of math. I know. Uh, okay. Uh, I took it. it but, yeah, so you, you would want them to uh, do yeah. that. Anyway, so his most popular classes that agents attend are English and trigonometry. His office door is always open when an agent needs assistance unless they're Shut asking. Shut the door, Jordan. <laughs> Unless they're asking about nuts, in which case he sends them down to Bill Russell, the in-house attorney at Remax Platinum. Bill Russell? You you can well right. Also, great rebounder. Anyway, um, you can imagine, you know, when they come to the office again. Hey, Jordan, I want to talk about nuts. Bill, Bill, come on. In. <laughs> Bill's down the hall. Hey, Russell. All right, so that's your jaw bit for today. Don't forget tables, motorcycles, English, trigonometry. Signs and cosines. And nuts. There you go. So Find out more. Call Jordan today, 248-444-9777. All right, a local woman has, has put together a new book. She's a poet. John and I, not very good at <laughs> yes, poetry. Yes, she is a poet. Yes, she is, and she yeah. knows it. A lot of us think of poets as people that she, rhyme stuff. She knows it. Well, she does. <laughs> so, poet, and you know it. Yeah. So, hey, look what? at you. You just rhymed. I know. I'm a poet, uh, and I know it. Well, yeah. All right. Very nice. See, when you think of it, though, uh, as John stated earlier in the show, when you when you write a song, that is technically a form of poetry, correct? Well, I mean, it's lyrical. Yeah. You, you, you try and rhyme yeah, it. Like, yeah. I mean, but all poetry isn't rhyming. You know what? We'll ask her. Exactly what does define and poetry. Isabella Mansfield of Howell. Uh, yeah, Mansfield. Mansfield. Hello. Hi, Isabella. It's Mike and John. How are you doing today? Good morning, Mike and John. I am going to pretend that I'm awake and say hi. Oh, well, All good. Right. That's what we do every day. Yeah. Um, you know, we were just talking before we called you about 
what exactly defines poetry? I mean, I think the first thing that comes to mind is <laughs> rhyming. You know, it's got to rhyme, but I, I don't think it necessarily has to rhyme, or does it? Absolutely not. Okay. I try as often as possible not to do it on, on purpose anyway. That's a big question so, to just so jump the, right into. Right, right. We just, uh, just dive right in. You're a free-form poet? I, yeah, I typically write a lot of free-verse poetry. Um, I, I've always kind of taken pride in the fact that I don't really like rules. <laughs> we don't uh, like rules so either. Yeah. I don't play by the yeah, rules. Yeah. You rule breaker, like, troublemaker. Yeah. Well, see, Ryan <laughs> well, you, you a lot of your stuff is, or really most of your stuff is biographical. I mean, you're, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's not. I mean, uh, I think a lot minor exceptions to certain poems in my my last book, and we won't talk about that one. Oh. <laughs> well, I see we've hit upon a topic. Okay, has that book been banned or what? <laughs> no, it's actually been. Uh, are we talking about Lemon? Uh, no, Lemon's oh. my new oh, one. Oh, right. Okay, uh, that's the new one. Uh, my book, The Hollows of Bone. There's a, a poem um, about the Coles parking lot. Oh, right. Uh, now we did talk about that when we pre- I previously interviewed you uh, about that, yes. and we talked about the Coles parking lot, which uh, yes. I mean, uh, we, we so could talk about that one, again. I. We, we, we will not, and that one is, we will just say that one's not autobiographical, right. and we will just keep on going, because Lemon's the more exciting one. Right, Coles, that's in the back, <laughs> that is in the rear view mirror. Was there something going on in the car that I missed? <laughs> so, you had to be there. I don't uh, know. So, okay. so tell us you about, read the book. yeah, so tell right. us about Lemon, um, and, and, and this book is, is out now, and... Uh, well, uh, it officially, official release date is next Tuesday. Okay. Um... So, but, you know, if, if someone wanted to pre-order it at Two Dandelions in downtown Brighton, they could do so. That's the kind of exclusive uh, location for pre-orders at this time. Uh, and the book will be out next Tuesday. Lennon is a poetry collection that is uh, in, entirely centered around um, disability, health issues, um, physical health as well as mental health and kind of that crossroads where they meet. Exactly. I mean, now, y- your story for those that may not be aware is, you know, you were, you were 12 years old when, you know, really right before Christmas, you, you found yourself paralyzed. Um, very suddenly. Yeah, yep. very suddenly. And, um, and, and, you know, obviously this is something that's impacted your life from there, there forward. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so it's understandable how that would be, you know, something that would be very personal well, and touch to from, everything obviously. that you do, right, uh, that brings that across. So when you talk about, uh, and I think one of the things that I've, what I've read about Lemon is that you're, you're sort, of, sort of trying to get across to readers that, and, and let me know if I'm wrong here, but quote, the disability is not a skeleton to fear in your closet. Correct. Right. Uh, that's actually from, I believe, the last poem in the book. Uh, you know, I, I like you, like you said, I was 12 when I was paralyzed. I had a, a, a virus attack my spinal cord. We don't really know a whole lot about it. If you run into me in the grocery store and ask what happened and I'm never going to see you again, I'm probably just going to tell you I was in a car accident because it's faster. Um, and I've always, you know, I've always been very open about my disability, but you know, I don't know anybody, my medical history until I put it all in a book. Right. Um, yeah. And 
you know, this, my disability was not ever something I really wanted to write about or intended to not for any, you know, it wasn't like a denial sort of a thing. It was just, it didn't interest me. Well, I, I would it imagine was, it didn't, you, know, you didn't want it to define who you were as a person. I mean, is that right. fair to somebody, say? You're so much more than yeah, just your some, disability. Yeah. Somebody once described me as um, a disabled poet, you know, and and my response to that was, you know, to call me a disabled poet only implies that I have lost the use of my pencil. Right. <laughs> and I, I don't, it's, it's not my focus. It is not who I am. I you know, a wheelchair is only a tool. It is not any different to me than a pair of glasses or, you know, an orthopedic shoe or anything. You know, it's just, it, it is a tool. And it well, is let me how ask you I this, Isabella. How, how many books have you written? Yeah. How many poetry books have you written? Officially speaking, this is actually my fourth. Uh, the first two, um, At Arm's Length and White Lies and Blue Ink, were self-published Back when I lived in Arizona, I have pulled them out of print for now, um, unless you're really, really, really nice and ask me <laughs> very nicely. Money Can I get those two? Um, so, but, but I, I guess what I'm leading to is you've. This is the fourth book, so it's taken you to get to the fourth book where you've you've opened up about this as a part of your poetry. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so was there something that said now's the time to do that? That is a wonderful question. Yes, and I don't know what it was. Um, I took a workshop with poet Megan Sally back in January of last year. It had nothing to do with disability. It had nothing. The prompts had nothing to do with this. And I I think three of the poems I wrote in this five-week course wound up being about my disability. And I was shocked by it just as anyone, you know, just as much as anybody else would have been. I had not expected that. Uh, 2022 was the 30th anniversary of when I was paralyzed. And so I I think that it was, the universe was just telling me it was time. Well, and that's, I think, you know, yeah. it's, uh, you see this with, with songwriters a lot where uh, depending on what part of their life they're in, that's what they write about. And this, uh, obviously, yeah. it's come to this point where you said, and now's the time. Whether you knew it was or not, it just kind of came out that way, it sounds like. Yeah, and I had, you know, 2022 was really kind of a, a rough year, medically speaking. I had a lot of doctor's appointments and a lot of just stuff going on. And I got through it, but I got through it by writing and you know, there's a whole series of poems in Lemon called Doctor's Office, and then they have a date, and they just chronicle, they go from mental health issues into physical health issues because of all the stuff that was happening, and it was just weighing on me further and further through the year. And as I was facing all of that, it just it started to, to bring all of these other topics kind of to the surface. And so in that year, and if I remember correctly, also in this past year, you, you started doing some open poetry. You, didn't you sort of lead that at, at Two Dandelions to sort of uh, the, the open mic, so to speak, of free poetry where yeah. people could come up and, and kind of just, you know, present what they had and, and, and enjoy it? I did. We, I was, uh, Two Dandelions reached out to me and we put together a poetry showcase in April of last year. 
Uh, it was myself and two other beautifully talented poets from the Lansing area. And we had this amazing turnout at Two Dandelions in April of last year for National Poetry Month, which led into why don't we create a poetry open mic uh, in, in the summertime? And when the weather's nice, we are out on their back patio. And this winter we have been inside and it is, it has had such a beautiful response. Uh, we've been so welcomed by the community and had so many poets who have expressed how much they really needed it. And right. so did I. So I'm really glad you've been able to bring poetry to, to Yeah, that. I mean, it's um, very therapeutic and to get to, to get the word oh. out that, that you have books uh, available. And I'm and, sure some and, of the other poets do, too. And I think providing a, mm -hmm. kind of a unique event. Uh, sure. for, for Brighton or for Livingston County, that's something different to enjoy, for something for something new, I guess, for, for some people to come in and, and enjoy that and that atmosphere. Is that like wine and poetry or anything like that, or is it just... Uh... No, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, there's all wine. these different types of wine events, so I yeah. figured, you know, why not wine and poetry? I don't know, bring your own, you know? There there has been wine. Um... Okay. <laughs> See, you're laughing, you're mocking at me, and I'm like, hey, it makes sense to Oh, me. no, I'm not. I'm going to uh, have a glass I, of wine yeah, and listen to some of poetry. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's not cigars and poetry. That might be a guy <laughs> thing. I mean, when we're be. outside, I suppose you could. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. No, that's on you. Know. Well, I know, you know, in, in, in this, especially with all the construction and things going on in downtown Brighton, uh, retail outlets need as much help as they can get. So having these types of events uh, can help drive people to businesses they don't even know exist. Like or, two dandelions. Know, exactly. You know, they're one so, of those Main Street businesses that yeah. needs that needs some help and yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, and again, uh, we're we're talking with Isabella Mansfield about her book called Lemon, uh -oh. which will officially be out next Tuesday, March seventh, and you can get that uh, at Two Dandelions. And if I'm not mistaken, if they pre-order by March seventh, they'll get a signed copy. Do I have that right? They will. That is correct. Right. I have a whole box right in my doorway right now. All right. Uh, so that needs that needs some signatures today. So. Please feel free to add your name to that list, friends. Yeah, I, I took a look at it. So, and, and I know the Livingston Post ran an article a few days ago about the book, and I saw in there that one of your uh, your poems, Tulip, is actually painted uh, on a street in uh, Copley Square in Boston, uh, in front of the, uh, the, the public garden there. And what I think about it, it's part of the reigning poetry project of the Boston Mayor's Office of Recovery Services. It's it's visible whenever it rains. I think that is so cool. Yeah. How did that come about? It is. You know, there was, a, there was a submission that I found online for it, and I thought it was a really neat project. They were looking for poets who had a connection to Boston or some sort of connection to, um, you know, addiction or mental health issues. I submitted to that shortly after performing in Boston in 2019 um, at a burlesque show, of all things. Um, and... That was my first visit to Boston, and I fell in love with that city, and I submitted a couple of pieces that dealt more with mental health, and I was honored that they, they selected mine as one of the ones that they would be painting. It's actually in two locations. Um, it is at Copley Square, which is, like, if if you're in Boston, which, you know, please go to Boston. It's beautiful. Um and your back is towards the Boston Public Library and you're standing facing the square where they have the Boston Farmer's Market, my poem is right on the sidewalk entering Copley Square. 
The other spot is at the entrance to the Boston Public Garden wow. in between uh, the Public Garden and um, Boston Common. So very cool and stuff. It's, it's 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 awesome. Yeah, I mean it's that is that is quite an honor to have that. But uh, obviously, Essel speaks to um, uh, you know the, the level of work that you're producing now. Um, How and, did you come up with the title yeah. "Lemon"? Yeah, really. Uh, that's a, yeah. What does that <laughs> signify? Is that because the year was lemon. a lemon, or <laughs> well, yeah, the year was a bit of a lemon. I have been joking. Um, for the last, you know, year and a half, two years that I think my body was assembled incorrectly or that my body is a lemon, you know, you, you know, everybody knows what it's like to have a lemon for a car. And I was joking that I think my body is just a lemon. Like the, what part of this thing? I, I feel like I keep losing parts internally and nothing's working the way it's supposed to. And, you know, as a woman with a disability, that's, kind of expected but also extraordinarily frustrating like right. i just would like a part to function the way it's supposed to and that's kind of where the title came from i just feel like a lemon some days i think we all have that sometimes and, and you're certainly making lemonade out of it so that <laughs> you're making the best yeah. of, uh, of your situation so uh isabella we appreciate you sharing the story and uh and uh letting us know about the the book and and two dandelions the place to get it early if you want right so that's great stuff. We'll we'll post the link uh, to two dandelions for folks, uh, and they can uh, and they can check it out there. Do the pre order and, and maybe get a signed copy, and then uh, it's on sale starting. I would love that. Yeah, next Tuesday, it March seventh. It is, and my book launch party is at Two Dandelions on Friday, March tenth. Oh, nice. At six thirty, there will be a reading and book signing, and we're going to just hang out. And Mike I'm wants to know if there's going to be any wine. Is there going to be any wine? <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I think I can make some arrangements. <laughs> okay. <laughs> meet, meet Isabel out and back. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> here's your wine. <laughs> All right, well, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you, uh, Isabella. We appreciate you sharing the story with us, and uh, best of luck with the book, and it sounds like things are, are going in the right direction. Yeah, very nice. This. Very cool stuff. Thank you both so much for having yeah. me this All morning. Right. Right. Have a great day. Thanks, Isabella. You too. Isabella Mansfield Bye. of Howell. We appreciate it. Yeah, that's a, you know, it's a, when when John told me, and I got to be honest, I'm not in, I'm not that much into poetry. I love what? music, and it all ties in what? into well, the, you know, I'm I'm just not. Yeah. But it's a it's a great story. You know, this the look. Like, all jokes aside. <laughs> I know people look at us and they go, oh, those are two poetry connoisseurs right there. Yeah, they do. You know. Uh, right. When I first uh, interviewed Isabel a couple of years ago, uh, you know, I yeah, I was aware. You know, I'd seen some poetry, obviously, and I had enjoyed it in various things. I didn't seek it out. It wasn't something that I was very well acquainted with. But when I read her book, um, you know, uh, it was – and I did. I, I mean, and I looked at the – and I really – absorbed some of these poems and I was like it really did sort of you're, you see where because like we started this interview talking about how rhyming you know because we think of poems of that simplistic uh, definition of sure. you know um, you know certain poems and of course you know we, we think of the great poet uh, A.D. Clay um, Andrew Dice Clay 
uh, who, who took nursery rhyme <laughs> and made a bit out <laughs> right. of it. So. And of course, you can see how simplistic an idiot we are. Yes. Uh, but you you get the sense of like, I see these are biographical. These are uh, internal, uh, you know, uh, expressions of of people's feelings and thoughts, and um, and it's done in, in quite a beautiful way. So, um, yeah, very nice. And and I, you know, I think that. Uh, It'll be uh, – I look forward to seeing Isabella sort of carry on the, the summer uh, poetry series uh, there at Two Dandelions. So. All right. Be, you know, like, like we said, these businesses in downtown Brighton too and Two Dandelions being one of them, you know, having a hard time during the construction and getting people into the stores. So this is another reason to, uh, to stop by or at least place an order online at Two Dandelions. Uh, it's, uh, it's the last day of February. It is the last day of February. Wow, the you're, last you're, day of John's old knee. You're really good. <laughs> and I'm really talking close into the microphone. <laughs> really you know, Hi, wait a minute. this is sort of my NPR voice. It is. Hi. You know, we should talk about cars. We should talk a lot into our microphones like this. Yes. Welcome you know to Pete Mike, Mike and John. What's going on? <laughs> Do you know Pete Sweaty? <laughs> is, is your car not functioning the way you'd like it to? Would you like to see it have a little bit more get up and go? You want it to go to Murphy's Family Auto. Does your car have electrical <laughs> dysfunction? <laughs> If you're having electrical dysfunction with your car, take See it to Murphy's Family Auto. Yes. They specialize in car and truck care, including engine and transmission work, electrical services, heating and cooling issues, and brakes. It's what we call the whole shebang. Stop. <laughs> Go. <laughs> See, I put a little poetry in there. Yes, that you did. Stop. Very little. Accelerate. <laughs> So call Murphy's Family Auto now at 517-552-3040. Thank you for that sexy read. They're open Saturdays <laughs> 8 to 1. And if you tell them Mike and John sent you, you'll save 5% off your bill. 5%. <laughs> Murphy's Family Auto, your car house. So I was pulling, putting a truck pull in that yeah. in, 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 a, in, a, in a, uh, a nice, silent, slow way. Murphy'sFamilyAuto.com. Your car knows. You know we're serious when we talk really close into the microphone. <laughs> So I, since we're talking cars, I, I have a couple of car notes. Okay. That before we get to the history Sure, lesson. sure, 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 sure. Uh, the, one of the General Lees, the General Lee from Dukes of Hazard. Okay. Now, is this an original? Well. Like, was it in the series? We don't know. Okay, it, going It on. may have been. All right. But two people were injured in a crash involving an, the iconic General Lee, like from Uh-oh. the Dukes of Hazard. Car crashed on Sunday in Missouri. Rescue crews were called and found a familiar, the familiar car, the General Lee. The people were taken care of. Okay. But I thought it was interesting that there were over 300 General Lees uh, in the series. Did you know that? Well, I mean, you know, when you go yee-haw and you jump a bridge, I mean, <laughs> you know, you're going to need a few. There are more than 300 orange Dodge Chargers wow. for that a lot. series. Yeah. Another 24 for the 2005 movie. Okay. Any car that was used in the film doing a long jump immediately just went to the scrapyard because right. it did so much damage to the frames. Only 17 that they know of survived. Until now it's 16. Well, now it's 16. <laughs> now it's 16. Okay. Yeah. And well, uh, I thought this was another interesting car note. Ford Motor Company. It's time for an interesting car note here. Mike and John got it going Thank on. You. Ford Motor Company has applied for a patent to make a car repossession process go smoother. <laughs> really? The patent document nice. was submitted to the patent office back in 21, uh, 2021. 
and it was formally published that the this week titled Systems and Methods to Repossess a Vehicle. So they're making it easier for your vehicle to oh, be repossessed. That's great. That's <laughs> nice. So if you owed money and it's time for repossession, but you're trying to outrun it, the system would be capable of disabling yeah, the vehicle. Absolutely. Is that not? I think it's kind of cool in a sense. I don't think it's cool at all. I mean, I understand for the, the property laws are it's still sure. their property, right. but that sucks. That, all right, so maybe they just want to mess with you, and they could say, shut down the AC or the heat. <laughs> so they do it in stages. They do right. it as like, it's kind of like a timeout. Now, <laughs> yeah, when you think all right, about it. Now, I guess if you – you know what? Maybe that's – that could be a way to, you know, sort of have the a desired outcome. You're right. If it's the middle of winter and suddenly your heat doesn't work, but there'd have to be a message. Maybe, maybe it know. could come across like your your, your like, infotainment center. Right. When you saying, go, hey, might want to pay your bill. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going right. to be awfully warm or right. cold when you're, in your And you're vehicle. like, why is there, what does this, what does this light mean? You click it and it's like a link to your bill, you know. <laughs> pay <laughs> <Uh-oh>. now. <laughs> just it's on your screen. On your, so, <laughs> all right. Those or, are just a couple of. Fun car notes yeah. for today. If you really wanted to uh, to do that, you could do it so that it limited the speed you could go. That would be yeah. because that would be nothing more frustrating. I remember sure. I rented a car once. Not well, it was a while a ago, and yeah. it, it would only go seventy miles an hour. Right, on and the I think I, I rented, and it was a sedan. Maybe I think we, when we were in Miami, and this is like ten plus years ago, so it wasn't Miami. you know Miami, <laughs> and uh, we rented this car, and I only after the. <laughs> Or I think Come it was a, it was a um, uh, what's the uh, what the electric one's called uh, the, the, Prius the, yeah it was a Prius yeah shocking I know driving vagina yeah 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 two guys uh, <laughs> so anyway uh, I and it, was, it it like topped out at sixty five and I thought well this this car is a piece of junk I've never bought and then I realized and then the the rental place was like oh no we have it set so it only goes sixty five it won't go over sixty five wow that inspires yeah. sales. <laughs> Well, ha! they just didn't want you speeding Save with their the car, but I'm yeah. like, but of course, then all the jokes of like, well, what does it top out at 67, <laughs> you know? But uh, all right, anyways. All right, now on to our two cent history lesson. How about that? How Today about is it? International Pancake. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> Take what? two. International Pancake Day. Got it. International Pancake Day. <laughs> Don't put your in the pan. That's no. Oh. <laughs> Ow. It's Tooth Fairy Day. Okay. Public sleep, National Public Sleeping Day. Sleep in public. Go ahead. Oh, sure. Uh, spay Day and World Spay Day. Okay. So spay and neuter your pets, like Bob Barker used to say. 1759 in this date, Pope Clement VIII allowed the Bible to be translated into various languages. I'll allow it. Took off his hat. Yeah. We will be able to publish this right. in various languages. Because before it was in Latin, yeah. no one could read it except the priest. Yeah. <laughs> and the people are like, what does that really say? What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think I want to read that for I, myself. I, I like a little translation on that. <laughs> no, I'm going to just read that in my own things. It was on this day in 1860, the first electric tabulating machine was invented by Herman Munster? Hallerith. Oh. <laughs> Herman Hallerith. He yelled a lot. Yeah. Electron, uh, electric tabulating machine. So a calculator. Pretty much. Yeah. Or, but I'm sure it was one of those. Uh, well, no, it's electric. So, yeah. all right. Thinking like the manual ones, but. The slide. <laughs> what was that thing called? You know where you slide the beads? Oh, oh, an abacus. Abacus, yes. 
Well, didn't the abacuses have? <laughs> didn't your abacus have like? Or are they ab- or are they abacai? <laughs> Let's go with abacai. Okay, they're abacai. Abacai V two. Abakai. Oh, I 2. saw that 0. in the theaters. That was really good. <laughs> the sequel. Vin was Diesel was Third awesome one, in no. that one, man. <laughs> Didn't they have different values, like by the size of the? Beads? Yeah, yeah. I think it was well the where it was played. I think they were all the same. By but the it was height? like I don't know. like where Color? it was like because it was divided. And Give then, me three red ones. They're worth ten apiece. Okay. The first ever parachute jump was made over America in 1912. Well, maybe the first successful. Well, yeah. Because otherwise, nobody <laughs> knew about the other ones. The music industry in 1959, the phrase, with a bullet, was originated on this day when Cashbox Magazine first used a small red dot or bullet next to songs that were moving rapidly up the charts. Uh, with Number a bullet. one, with a bullet. With a bullet. 1970, Bicycles. Were permitted to cross the Golden Gate Bridge after 40 years. Bicycles, bicycles. Oh, I want you to ride my bicycle. Led Zeppelin in 1970, as bicycles were being allowed to ride across the Golden Gate Bridge. Led Zeppelin played a gig in Copenhagen or Copenhagen. It's Copenhagen. As the Knobs after E. von Zeppelin, <laughs> a relative of the airship designer. Threatened to sue the na- the family name if it was used in Denmark, so they said, "Well, we'll change the name. We'll call ourselves Led Zeppelin." Now you know. As Led Zeppelin was being called Led Zeppelin, I mean, what were they 19- called before? The Knobs after Eve yeah. von Zeppelin. So this guy did them a favor, frankly. Like threatened to sue, and then they came up with yeah, Led Zeppelin. Knobs after Eva's yeah. von Zeppelin. That's not gonna. Yeah. No, that's not gonna hit. Uh, yeah. No. So he did him a favor. All right. Good sure. for him. All right. Simon and Garfunkel started a six-week run at number one on the charts with "Bridge Over Troubled Waters" on this day in 1970. A lot of stuff happened today. It is a lot in 1970. Yeah. Just a mere 53 years ago. <sighs> 1984. Some fellow by the name of Michael Jackson. Not to be confused with Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson. Thank you. I knew you'd get close to the microphone for that one. Won a record seven Grammy Awards. Oh, Nelly. On this day in 1984. Yeah. Album of the Year, Song of the Year. Yeah, yeah, Here's all your Here's your words. Take home the tin. Right. And that is your two cent history oh, lesson quite for a lesson. today. Yeah. I think we learned a few I think we'd learned quite a lot, to I be perfectly so. honest with you. <laughs> be honest with us. I don't know. I took notes. Did you? Yeah. Here's my notes. Oscar. Okay. Poetry. Yep. Use the term Oscar. I can't read what I wrote sentence. here. What? What is that? I can't read that last one. That looks like uh, close the door. <laughs> I wrote something. I can't even read it. I don't even know you know what? Is. You were using the wrong pen. Yeah. Should have used this Dang one. It. The noisy pen. Ah, when will I learn? <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks to Jordan Genso, Firehouse Doors. Murphy's Family Auto and all our sponsors for today's show. We all right. appreciate you being We're off the rest of the week. Uh, Dr. Bonesaw is cutting off my leg tomorrow. Oh, you know what? Well, the middle part. His middle name is Chain. <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Bone Chainsaw. <laughs> Dr. Bone Chainsaw. D- D- BC <laughs> Saw. Dr. BC Saw. Got a good bargain on a new so, knee. So, uh, yeah. Bargain uh, knee. Uh, hope to be back here. Monday. We're shooting for that. Yeah. So uh, have a great week, and we'll uh, we'll we'll talk good, to you soon. Good luck with the surgery. Yes. Thank I'll you. Post sir. updates. Yeah. 
Will you knees. come and take care of my Oscar action figure? <laughs> you can take him into surgery <laughs> <Okay>. with you. <laughs> That's kind of like you your know what? No. security blanket. If I'm going into surgery, I'm bringing my slam buddy. Right. You do that. <sighs> Hopefully we'll see you Monday. <laughs> Giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.